Hello and welcome to Good Listeners. It's a show where we talk about music. I'm your first listener, Randy, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Clay. Uh, yep. Welcome to the what, show, Clay. What's poppin', brother? And uh, um, hey, it's it's Warp Tour 2023, and I'm here with Clay. Hey, what's up? I'm getting a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> that part uh, is so wild. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> and we're going to Disneyland. And we're going to Disneyland with with our girlfriend. Um, I guess the the Disneyland part, like that's a fine joke in 2005. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Pete Wentz was. We're referencing a, an interlude on on the the, the Skrillex album, one of the Skrillex albums we're discussing today. I think Pete Wentz was legitimately excited to uh, to get a girlfriend. He was like, "This is awesome. We're all gonna have girlfriends." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I never thought it would happen for me, a very handsome bass player. Yeah, wow. You know, who's more more famous than the rest of his band? So weird. Yeah, he's just um, he. How would that? That's just how 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 it worked. Uh, he was dating someone. That's how it went. Like, he wasn't he like I, I don't remember. Um, we didn't, this is a, I didn't do this, the fallout boy research. This is the Skrillex episode. Yeah. Um, Hey, well, I'm sure, Hey, new album coming out. Maybe, maybe we can, uh, do a, do a little dive. So I would, I would enjoy doing that. Um, they have had a, an interesting trajectory as a band. They uh, certainly have. Um, yeah, you know, and I would say that the artists we're talking about today, definitely a more successful transition into, uh, electronic kind of pop than uh than follow boy then follow boy because i think it become it comes from a much more sincere place um with skrillex's where he was doing sort of pop punkish music because that's what he had to do and he wasn't really what he wanted to make and where a follow boy i feel like that is what they wanted to make and they started doing electronic music for commercial reasons yeah i don't it's sort it, of honestly it's hard to or, or maybe that is what they wanted to do. I don't really know. Um, yeah, it's such a weird choice when when bands do that and do it so badly because it's like, were they pressured? Did they do it for commercial reasons? Because it sounds very commercial yeah. and like way too slick. But it's also like, why did you really think this was a good idea? Like it's it's just sort of baffling, you know. It's, it's like how the, could you be yeah. in the room and think it was a good choice? It's the don't. young and menace lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that's just hey, when you're young and a menace. When you're young uh, and a menace. And also, you <laughs> are like young volcanoes. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, hey, you know, good song. <laughs> Ish. Yeah, the volcanoes one is all right. Um, yeah, I mean. It's, <laughs> this. I, I love the way that guy writes lyrics. <laughs> I think it's incredible. Just like, we, uh, we are like supernovas that are young would be like a new song by them. Yeah. It's just really always good. like young and something that is uh, crazy. Yeah, it reminds me like a kind of Rivers Cuomo. Just like you got to respect the sheer stupidity um, <laughs> of some of it. <laughs> uh, Those, but, even it their is, good songs have bad lyrics. Yeah, um, but it's you know it kind of works when it does work. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyways, this isn't a Fall Out Boy <laughs> episode. Yeah, but um, uh, we don't. Let's not put the what do you, baby out of the, before the bathwater. Or, I don't know. No, that's not how it goes. Um, <laughs> I don't even think that was the thing. I was. Th- anyways, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, how was it going? How are you? Um, What's, how's your morning going? It's going all right. I went to the store. I um, actually, so I did something that I don't think I've ever done before, which is I went to the store 
got all my stuff. I did the self-checkout, finished checking, checking out, bringing everything up, realized I didn't have my debit card. And I had to, I had to like walk over to a store employee and be like, look, I'm, I'm real, I'm sorry, but is it possible for me to leave my groceries here, go home, get my card and come back and pay for them? And she was like, yeah, no, it's fine. People do this all the time. And I was like, yeah, I still feel like a real fucking idiot though. Um, so I had to do, I had to drive home and then go back with my card to pay for my groceries. And then, uh. And then the uh, a different uh, woman at customer service wanted to talk to me about my glasses for a while uh, before giving me my groceries back. She wanted to know all about my glasses because she like, had a very similar style of glasses. Like where they to came me. from and that sort of thing, or yeah. Well, and then she also told me about where her glasses came from and how I could get a free eye exam. Um, oh, interesting. <laughs> she was she was very nice, but it was like, why? What? What's happening here? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Fun morning. You always you be you always be shopping. Um, yeah. yeah always, well, you know. Every time you're like, oh yeah, I went to the store. You're like my grandma in that way. Kind of. <laughs> she goes to Publix. You know, they go to when my grandma and grandpa they used to go to Publix every day. I don't know if that's still the case, but for a long time. That's the um, that's the life I want to be living. Honestly, yeah. and it's, it's like, like if I had enough time to do that, I would. It was it was honestly adorable because like it's like you know they live in a small Georgia town. Everyone in Publix knows knows their name knows who they are they know everyone who works there they have public shirts and stickers on their cars i think that's and, great and then and, you know if they weren't to come on a day they, they would be like oh no what happened to ann and bill like why is someone <laughs> finally kicked it figure out where they are <laughs> um well that's what happened my grandpa eventually you know um <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say sorry if that's did, too did die, dark yeah. of a thing to say about your grandparents <laughs> It's, you know, it's what happens to grandparents. Um, it's yeah. sad, but, you know, um, it's, it's, they, it's, I, I've always thought that was really sweet. Um, yeah, I think that And rules. you are like my grandparents in that way. I'm also going to die. Because you be shopping. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, well, my morning was also, it was, I mean, it's been fine. I, That's good. I got Chick-fil-A breakfast. And nice. Hey, couldn't I, do that uh, on norm, one of our Sunday recordings. Yeah, I know. So I did that this morning and um <laughs> ordered through the app i got there i was waiting for my coffee the guy was like oh, hey man i'm sorry about the wait i was like you know it's not a big deal and he's like all right so i've just been told that we're out of milk and they're going to Publix to buy more milk and i was like whoa whoa, whoa. i was like i don't need milk just give me the, the iced coffee it's okay um actually no that's not what i said first i said are you fucking kidding me um and then i i calmed down and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i said okay i don't need the milk just give me the iced coffee yeah um, no I, that's that's kind of why i had to stop living with you is there's just too many situations where you would fly off the handle as service industry workers yeah so i just i, I here, couldn't be a part of that anymore i come here for the milk and you <laughs> tell me there's no milk um, and also you reveal to me that you get it from Publix. <laughs> yeah. i could get that yeah. milk yeah, well, uh, and then I've just been playing some Fire Emblem while I was waiting for you. Oh, um, nice. And, and, and I listened to pretty much both of the Skrillex albums in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing some, some of that GameCube, working my way through uh, Path of Radiance on the GameCube. Beautiful. So, it's been a nice you, you're playing it on the actual GameCube? Yep, I love having a, it's my childhood GameCube. Yeah, that's nice. As a GameCube nice. kid, it's always nice to have a reason to, to bust it out. So I've been, I, I've been enjoying it. I was a Fire Emblem kid, too, so this is like... 
No, I have you know, I have memories of you thrill. playing that game on that GameCube. Yeah, uh, when we were like, I don't know, in like fifth grade. Yeah, no, it's honestly, yeah, I'm playing playing my Fire Emblem GameCube, listening to Skrillex. I'm I'm like ten years old again, or however, <laughs> I don't know what year was it when Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites came out. Two thousand ten. Um, I was like fourteen. Fifth, actually. Yeah, fourteen, uh, fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I w- I. W- so I would have been playing something else, like Call of Duty. But anyways, well. Now that's a vibe. Scary monsters and nice sprites while you're on. Uh, Some Modern Warfare at, 2. You're at the Ooh. Modern Warfare 2 lobby. Legitimately, that is an event of, of my childhood. What would have been listening to, to scary monsters and nice sprites playing Modern Warfare 2, probably. I'm assuming. Yeah. Was there trying, on that trying to get your gold carbine. Or I was. Is that, it's, it's that's like a you, thing, right? something like that you know you, you i've played less know. call of um, duty than than you it was a long time ago i was into that but i was it's like you play like fortnite or what you play like these games against these kids who are way too good at it and i was one of those kids like back then yeah, i played a lot yeah. of it um, you're still pretty good at shooters hey, that's i love it compared it's, it's, to it's, me, it's though, kind of like a, a zen mode thing like it's like i do get i'll play overwatch and i'll get like so pissed off that i have to stop playing it but <laughs> um when I'm like in the zone and good at it, it's just like, kind of is it's a it's a wind down at the end yeah. of the day. It's nice. Yeah. Um, it's a good way to, to like listen to podcasts and music because it's like, you don't have to worry about missing any. Uh, with other games, you might miss part of the experience if it's got like good music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a good. Yeah, good I find it. I too. find it really hard. I just. I don't. Yeah, I wish that I had games in my rotation where that I could listen to music while I play, but I just don't have any right now. I used to play a lot Dude, of Star Wars Battlefront play, and play listen to music. Play some Overwatch with me. Get into it. Yeah. No. I. I you know what? Hey, hey, if you're not busy later today, actually, I would play some Overwatch. I would. You know, I know you don't like Fortnite either, but that's also uh, cross-platform. I play with uh, my sister sometimes. It's fun. Um, no build mode. I'll play it's, it. Uh, it's uh, it's 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 pretty fun now. I like I've it. I've never actually played it, so like, yeah, it's I not it's it, not that I don't like it. It's just that I feel too old. I'm like I I don't know. I'm, it does. I, it, I'm like, am it, I allowed to play this? It is. It's like I this is. I was talking to someone about Ice Spice recently, and this came up too. It's like, it's not that it's bad. It's just it makes me feel old, and so I like f- reflexively avoid it. You yeah. know. Um, but that's true with Fortnite too. But actually, with both of those things, even though they're they're very different, obviously. Um, but are they? Um, it's like with Fortnite. If you actually get into it, it's like I actually everyone plays this because it's a lot of fun. Like, so it's a fun game. Yeah, it is very cartoony. It, I, hey, if I, I think I talked to you about this, but if Peter Griffin fa- uh, skin comes out for Fortnite, I'll shell out the, the twenty bucks <laughs> for it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what. Uh, I I'll, I'll have to. You know what? I'll download Fortnite today because I kind of want to see what skins are in there. Um, they got maybe, maybe a, there's a one I'll be really them. into. It seems like they have like every athlete. Like they they just they have a ridiculous amount of, of skins. I don't yeah, know. I do know that there's a LeBron skin that has like wings or something. Yeah, I saw that the other day for Giannis too, and uh, I wanted to get it, but. I'm not don't have I don't I'm not I'm not buying that um, <laughs> Peter Griffin I would buy though yeah and for but, me uh, American Dad he has a name probably right um, 
Is his name Steve? I don't... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I want to be the American his... dad. Yeah. I don't know. I, I truly don't know what skins, like, could I... Like, what would really get me in there? Do they have any Avatar <laughs> characters in there? I don't think so, no. Um, they have Rick from Rick and Morty. I know yeah. you love that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. They have... They have John Wick. Um, that, that I think that was an older older one. I do like that. Yeah. Did I tell you I uh, my partner and I my partner had never seen any of the John Wick movies, and the fourth one is coming out. Uh, so we watched all three of them in the last few weeks. Uh, I need to do that. I've only seen the first one. Oh, that's wild. Two and I three. I actually are... have the I have the trilogy on on Blu-ray. I got it from Best Buy. You gotta um, go in. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta go in. Um, I've been do- I, I think, Yeah. One, well, the, fir- the first one is great, but the other two I think are even better. That's exciting because I like the first one. I need to rewatch it though. Um, I also wanted to rewatch the Creed movies because I want to want to see the third one while it's in theaters. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, have I have I talked about? Um, I'm thinking about this because I can hear it in the background right now. Hopefully, it uh, oh, does or doesn't come through on the recording. But have I talked about my cardinal on the uh, on pod? Uh, like a bird? Yeah. Uh, no. Have I even, have I told you about this? You, with like a bird outside your window or something? Or what's the, Yeah. what's the so, situation? There's, yeah, there's this cardinal. There's a little tree right outside our front window. And a cardinal has moved in. And every single day, he sees his reflection in the glass. And thinks that it is a bird trying to encroach on his territory and attacks it so he just he just runs into our window for like eight hours a day that's awesome well you probably don't like it beak first yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it's like surprisingly loud um yeah so that sounds annoying (laughs) it's it's not great the first time it happened and like i have a picture saved on my phone because like He'll also, like, come right up onto the windowsill and just be, like, staring at his reflection, looking real angry. Uh, I'll send you the picture uh, sometime today, because, like, he, it's very funny, like, how normally birds' faces are not very expressive, you know? But, like, he does look pissed off in the picture. It's very funny. Uh, it's kind of cute. Yeah, that does sound cute. It does also sound a little annoying. Um, but that's what it's like. That's the... Um, that's just the... Res- that's... You have a pet bird, and that's kind of the the deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I took on this responsibility. Yeah. But anyways, um, this is Joe. We, we talk about music. Yeah. Should we get into this week? Well, I think it's, should we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Skrillex. Yeah. Right? What um, do you? What's your deal with Skrillex? So. Uh, so. So we decided to talk about Skrillex, obviously, because Skrillex um, put out two albums back to back recently, and um, they've got. There's been some critical acclaim, um, kind of all around, um, and I think that was interesting to me. It, it kind of seemed like, like we said, like a reappraisal of, of Skrillex, um, but then it's got kind of. So I, I'll, I really like these albums, um, both of them. And it kind of made me take more of a deep dive on Skrillex and be like, well, I, I remember being really annoyed in high school by, like, the bro step movement and, like, just yeah. 
the 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 obnoxious sort of like drops that were really popular. There was a lot of memes around it. It was very, it became very popular, and mm-hmm. I remember um, very, being very put off by it, very annoyed. Um, yeah. So I was, so that and that and Skrillex obviously was like the head of that movement. Was very associated with it. Got a lot of hate for it. Um, but I mean, I kind of have now like looking back and also like just like reading like learning reading interviews and stuff i have a different perspective on him as an artist i think um a little bit uh but also like i kind of um remembered like i actually liked skrillex when when he first started to become popular before it really like became got out of hand like the the whole bro step thing Mm-hmm. I like Simba. I'd forgotten where I I had come from, you know. <laughs> uh, I forgot the little boy with the iPod with scary monsters and nice sprites on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, I was just thinking about the, the before the jaded the jaded teenager with listening to the Bro Step guys. Um, that you know that little boy was me, Mister yeah. Vice President, um, <laughs> and. I I I did I did I do think on a lot of that old stuff there's good sounds that Skrillex makes I think that a lot of times the the execution on a whole it just veers into the obnoxious but even then like there's I kind of respect how unique and like creative and just like what he was doing was I think that you know he 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 is legitimately you know a pioneer and an innovative musician um and is good at like crafting sounds and um i so that's like it's kind of been a uh where our relationship is better than ever but it's been a rocky one yeah and i think it's yeah uh, i do think it's worth noting like not to undermine what you're saying at all because i don't think you're off base i do think it's worth noting that like a lot of people who are more into electronic music than we are uh will tell you that like obviously there's a lot of precursors to skrillex there's a lot of people who yeah who paved the way for what he was doing and and he Um, acknowledges that as well and it's even referenced like within his music you know yeah yeah um but it, it as he was like became the face of like this very popular wave of of dubstep that sort of has was for largely forgotten like by or not acknowledged by like the larger culture yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not really his fault yeah it's not his fault but it's still kind of taken out on him a lot of the times yeah um i don't know if that's the case anymore but it certainly was the case yeah um yeah i think probably <laughs> less so now yeah i think people I have actually, kind of gotten over the whole thing um there is so we can talk we'll get into the whole thing but um there's there is a i was curious i was like so Pitchfork is very positive on on Skrillex now. Was that all? Like, what was has what has been the case like with how he's like been received? And, and there is like a 2012 interview with him that I, I uh, that I is you know pretty short and and I read and I and is good. Um, but there's a part in it that I thought was kind of funny where he talks about like oh like people kind of hate you, and he's just kind of like I just like making like fun music that i like and i don't really um like being exposed to all these opinions like people will come up to me on the street and say like man like so many people hate you just do your thing and he says okay man don't fucking tell me about it anymore um <laughs> is his response 
Yeah. And I thought that was pretty funny. That is um, funny. And he's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's really, it is really not his fault. <laughs> and that is, that is a crazy way to walk up to somebody who you like. To walk up the, to them to tell them how much other people don't like them. Mm-hmm. It's like, other people it's hate like, you, but I don't. Yeah, it's like, cool. <laughs> um, thanks. Yeah, Thank it's very generous of you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I, I won't um, I won't let you down. I don't know. Um, yeah, but... I'll keep it up. I'll keep being <laughs> okay. a, a rich yeah. musician. Um, yeah, no, it's, yeah, that's, that's, that is a very funny, uh, is a very funny anecdote. Um, and, and yeah, I feel, I, I always wish, I feel like this is something that's come up on the show before, but I feel like we both have the same feeling that is like, I feel like the most annoying thing you can do as like a really successful musician is to be super self-conscious and upset about people's opinions about you. Um, because yeah. it's just like, dude, like, shut up. Like, yeah, you, you got millions of dollars. So many people love your music. Why yeah. do you care that Pitchfork gave you a bad review? Yeah, especially if you're like, yeah, super success, like commercially successful. And also like, and even like having like some amount of like critical acclaim. But yeah, Skrillex, I, I kind of, I, I respect the guy. I like the guy. Um good guy i think i don't know i don't know the guy um, yeah I, I don't know how he is as a person i will say that his famous haircut um sort of a, a like inherent uh certain like distrust comes from me you're talking about the long hair yeah um what about his new he kind of looks like a like a hot bartender now like what is yeah he does he look? does he looks sort of like a flash bartender yeah yeah <laughs> um that's that's pretty accurate uh, you think it's a good it's better it's him? better yeah it's yeah. weird because it's like i definitely yeah, I always associated him with that, but maybe that was, I think he maybe recognized, like, this is it, um, not necessarily a good thing that people have this association with me. Like, it's time yeah. to change the way I'm perceived or, or something. I mean, I maybe mean, just for, having long hair. for a long time, he looked like he was, like, cruising for girls' numbers at Warp Tour uh, who are, like, too young. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I'm not saying he ever did that. I'm not making any accusations. I'm just saying, like, that's what I associate that look with, is, like, that mm. type of vibe. I knew guys like that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of, like, it kind of worked for him in a way, just because it's, like, yeah, he's, like, an EDM fucking dubstep guy, but he's he has this emo background. Like, he has, like, the emo cred, you know? Um, yeah. I mean... Yeah, and the it, scene, it is a weird thing where, like, the or that early Skrillex bro-step dubstep thing, like the like scene kids did get into it and like even like like metalcore kind of kids were like even kind of into it there's something about skrillex that just is inherently more accessible like always um that and i think it's because of like him like incorporating other genres and like video game music and stuff like that um and and just be having that sort of amount of self-awareness where he's kind of like is is in on the like um it's kind of this whole thing is a little ridiculous right like mm-hmm. uh i think that there's just something about him where it, it works it works and and i think especially with these new albums like it's just like yeah this is it's kind of like what turns a band like turnstile does for like 
is has did has done for like hardcore music where you know like a lot of people who aren't into it can listen to it and mm-hmm. sort of i feel like through skrillex I it's kind in of, a taco bell commercial <laughs> yeah 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 um <laughs> but it's like part of the reason is is because of how it's like more accessible but also because of how good it is like that people are like so into it um like through skrillex i feel like i i, I see like yeah i don't really listen to edm music but i see like what people like about it and i can also enjoy that at least on these albums you know yeah so i feel like we've been doing a lot of general talk maybe it's time to get into the albums a little bit um would you agree with that i would agree and you know um why don't we uh start with so the first one he released was a quest for fire just quest for fire not a quest for fire yeah um and, and this one so they're they, the albums the other one is what's don't get too close yeah they kind of had it was released very close they kind of have this symmetry between each other but i'd say quest for fire is the one that's more more hype a little more experimental whereas mm-hmm. don't get too close is him doing more of like a, a straightforward pop record um with a lot of they both have a lot of features but um, yeah and a lot of the same don't get features too, yeah, like like in that kind of, they they kind of play off of each other in that way, um, in some parts. Um, yeah. and, and don't get too close is a much is, I mean it's Quest for Fire is only fifteen minutes longer at forty five minutes, but don't get too close comes across as as much tighter. Um, I think. Yeah. Um, but why don't we? So what? Uh, well, yeah. Why don't we get into it? Um, I really like quest for fire i like both of them but um i'm curious kind of how th- this is all landed with you um because uh, I... yeah yeah so i'll just say i don't like either of these very much um yeah. i don't think they're really for me um there are some songs that i like um but i find that uh I don't. I feel kind of similarly about a lot of the stuff on these records as I do about that little Yachty record we talked about. Mm. It's just like it's kind of the first first time through was like kind of interesting. I was like, oh, this is a little bit surprising for like what my memory of Skrillex is, and I was also like, whoa, this is crazy. This is his second and third album. I didn't realize he only. I just sort of like assumed that he probably had like ten albums by now, you know. But he really just releases, like, singles and remixes and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, and that he only had one album before this. Um, yeah. Which, by yeah. the way, didn't get a super positive review from Pitchfork. I think got a 5.7. No. Uh, but was um, on, like, it was, like, number 22 on Rolling Stone's ear and list that year. Yeah. I did I did go back and listen to the, the Recess. as his first album. Um, and I, I've gone through, like, a few of his old stuff, um, like, revisiting scary monsters and nice sprites was the one that i was really into but when he was yeah. coming onto the scene like as far as electronic music it was a lot of eps and just music that would like be posted on youtube and stuff a lot of this it's still not like on spotify or anything right um and that was just what he was and he was still very popular but he yeah. wasn't even really expected to release an album that's cause he talks about in the interview that i was referencing earlier like yeah i actually do want to make an album like i have all these ideas that they're a little more like some of them are a little more straightforward pop, but it's still, like, I want to... There's a lot of other music I make that I'm not releasing that I want to release. 
and you do kind of see like on recess it it does have a lot of like more straightforward pop songs um but it just like is kind of all over the place it's not very focused whereas like on these two i really feel like they feel very focused to me he feels very focused as an artist now uh, I agree and, like, with that. This, these albums, everything all feels much more intentional. Um, on like recess, it's there's things about it that I actually do like, but it just like, I mean, it does have sort of that more jarring like um, those like dubstep bro step drops, um, but it's got like it's got this song featuring Chance the Rapper, which is like very straightforward Chance the Rapper 2014 song. It actually. Mm-hmm. Get made me a little bit nostalgic for that because it's just like Chance doing what he was doing back then, the social experiment, like playing like trumpets and all that, and then like yeah. it's got some like synth sort of buzzing in the background. Um, but even that, like that wasn't like I don't know how popular that song was. I liked it because I that it reminded me of something I would have been listening to back then. Well, um, also I think the social experiment produced that record, right? Mm, I'm not sure. I think actually. they did. I think it was okay. produced by them slash Chance. Okay, interesting. But yeah, I mean, it's like definitely you can see kind of hints of what he ultimately would be is doing on on these two these two new records. Um, but but yeah, that's sort of he's never was a, an album artist. Um, yeah. But now, I mean, I think I wasn't really expecting you to like these. Um, yeah. I don't think it's your thing. <laughs> But for me, um, I, I, I really I, I like both of them a lot. And they have they've actually grown on me. The first listen through, I wasn't really sure if I was going to end up getting into it seriously. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I really did like right off the bat um, with the first track. It's not like a track I love or anything, but it just it makes it clear that he sort of dropped um, the, the like the whoa, 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 like yeah the the whole thing that he was like a that i associated with as like what turned me off of him yeah um they're just like there's still build-ups and drops throughout these songs but there's a lot more subtlety there mm-hmm. um and it's like still got some the classic like oh my god like skrillex sound effects and stuff but it just comes across better um and like once you get into like the second track for me it, it really picks up in a big way like i do think that missy elliott track is kind of a banger um and then like into like tears like just across the board it reminds me a lot more of his influences like you can kind of see like some Aphex twin like type type kind of beats going on in the background for sure um like the drop on tears that's just like the sort of muted piano keys it's just like it's more interesting than anything he's ever done and it it does like for the most part work for me like i like the grime influence the like more subtle like idm sort of influence it's it's something that i think he's always really been interested in but uh, he actually like he kind of talks about when he got into djing as a teenager he had been listening to a lot of like Aphex Twin and Burial stuff like that. He tried like DJing like at these warehouses and playing songs like that, and people would hate it. And he would be like, "You don't understand. Like the the songs are so complex." And he like I actually realized it's not all about complexity. Like you also have to play stuff. You have to read a room like as a DJ, and you have to. And that's what he's done for a long time. But I think he's always wanted to incorporate these elements. It, but has never really been able to do it like um 
in a, like really put it in the forefront until until now like he's kind of had that space from the whole thing that he did yeah that 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 all definitely makes sense that tracks with um because i will say i was surprised by these records um not in the sense i mean i i sort of expected after all this time for skrillex to sound you know a little bit different than he did back in the day it would be kind of crazy if he didn't um especially if the like if he didn't and also it was getting these good reviews and stuff that would be super weird if it was just like more you know wub wub drops um, yeah <laughs> that would, that would, it would be really weird it'd be weird yeah. um but it, it is it is a little bit more different than i expected and i also want to i want to be clear like when i say that i don't like these records very much it's not that i hate them and also i didn't go into it like with a closed mind you know yeah. i i went into listening to to these like i i would much rather you know like a piece of music than not like it you know what yeah, I mean? It's not like, fun it's, to like, it's not yeah. like I, I go into something being like, oh, I'm so excited to shit on this. And I don't really want to shit on it. It's just like, to me, these are like, for, for me and where I'm at in my tastes, like, these things are like, not that I'm trying to move to final thoughts or anything already, but like, these things are sort of like, if I had to like, say where I'm at with them, it's like a C plus, B minus kind of zone. It's just like, it's okay. Like, if, if I want to put on electronic music, there's other stuff I gravitate towards first. Uh, yeah. Ex- except I mean, for, like, a, a handful. There's, like, three or four tracks f- from across these two albums that I'm like, yeah, I would put this on any time because I think they're, like, pretty good songs. Yeah. Um, and then me, the rest of it I could sort of, like, uh, whatever. That's more or less... I kind of feel similarly. I don't know how much I'll play... That's kind of we were talking about Quest for Fire, but I feel like we can kind of talk about them together because, like, um, well, I will say, too... sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to say, like, I like Quest for Fire way more than I like Don't Get Too Close. Yeah, well, Don't Get Too Close, it just feels like more minor, even though I do like it. Um, but especially, but like that one is much more. There are certain tracks I'm going to return to. Like, there's a Young Ween feature on that on that album that I like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. There's some other ones that I like a lot. Um, there's not like a, really any that I that that i dislike that much um but uh there there is like electronic music i definitely am gonna that i already am into that i will give to before this but i think i will listen to like quest for fire throughout the year just because like i think it's a good like hype kind of record i do like a lot of the I, i like the production on it um but i mean i think for me it's like yeah i would say maybe like don't get too close it's like a, a maybe a c c plus and then i think quester fire is like maybe for me like a b plus a minus like i like it a lot um yeah but it, it's yeah i mean I, I know you're not you're not trying to you're not trying to hate on the, the squirrel um the sunny sunny more sunny more is that yeah his name? yeah that is his name i guess just to just to get into more specifically like um I actually, you did call out that song, uh, Ratata, uh, yeah. with Missy Elliott. I don't like that one very much. I find it That's kind of crazy. annoying. Um, just that, that, like, refrain, the, like, Ratata refrain, it's, just, it's, it's kind of obnoxious to me, honestly. Um, mm. I do like, I really like the lead single, I think it's the lead single, Rumble, is, like, easily the most, uh, popular song, I think, from either record. Yeah, that's um, kind of like a grime like type of track. Um, yeah, and I do like I like the grime stuff overall, 
on yeah on i think it's well executed. i think i think that he's actually doing grime pretty well and i'm somebody who's like i'm not always into grime it kind of really depends on the artist and the yeah. and the album uh, I, I think it's clear that like it's a big influence for him and he wants to kind of respect it as a genre um yeah it does, does it does job. feel like he yeah he handles it with care like it, it you get the sense that he he actually cares about grime music which i think is cool and like I think the features on the grime tracks are good. I think Flodan is like pretty great on yeah. pretty much every track he's on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, don't know much about him as an artist in general. I did look him up and see that he had an album called The Red Pill, uh, which is interesting. <laughs> don't know what it means. Um, <laughs> but I, I find that in general, like I just tended to. Um, my enjoyment of a lot of these tracks was sort of dependent on how much I liked the features. So like artists that I was yeah. already into tend to be the, the songs that I like on these records. So like, you know, the Porter Robinson track, I like that one. Uh, yeah. The flow dance is stuff, really good. I like it. Um, um, Pink Pantherist, you know, I like it. Uh, yeah. I do like that young lean track too. Um, even though I kind of in general, am not that big on him. Yeah, well, I love Young Lane, so... Yeah, um, I, I, I know you yeah. do. Um, and, and yeah, I don't like the Justin Bieber track either. Um, that one, does, that though, one didn't... <laughs> there's also there's a point on Don't Get Too Close where it's like, what is this kid, 13? Um, when he, <laughs> <laughs> I looked at, the kid is... The kid that's featured on, what, 3 a.m. is like 15. Uh, Prentice. Right, um, okay. He's like a 15-year-old kid. Dude, that's so funny. Like, so, like... I was like, okay, um, that's that the, that one and the Justin Bieber are like when that album is kind of like I'm like falling asleep a little bit. Yeah, it's just um, so generic at a certain point. It's it, like d- it why, is really generic. Why did you um, make this? Uh, and I I also yeah. I just don't like Swaley in general. Um, mm, interesting. I like Swaley as a feature artist. I don't like I would you know um, like wasn't he that the Sunflower song? Um, uh, the Post Malone. I think so. Or was that was that both of the race rumored guys on that track, or was it just Swaley? Post Malone and Swaley, I thought. Okay. Um, I don't I, really I believe know. Believe you. Um, I'm not sure, but I liked that track back in the. Yeah, I, I like that track too. Um, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't. I wouldn't go listen to Swaley, but I, I actually liked Swaley. Um, on these on on that that song. Um, I like how that album ends in general. Like, don't get too close. I think it it. Um, the uh, the title track with BB Borelli, it um, it worked for me. The Skrillex kind of vocals on that um, it was kind of kind of sweet. Like I just feel like he, um, you know, he's clearly interested and in, in just he. I think he is a great collaborator, like and always has been. I think that he's good at like just producing um, like shit for these that that works well with what these other artists are doing. Yeah, um, and I think he's clearly just been interested in like making like pop songs with these people. So I think "Don't Get Too Close," the the album is kind of just a little place for him to do that, like make a little mix uh, of of more straightforward pop songs. Where "Quest for Fire" lets him um, do a little bit more of of the um, the production that he that's like you know goes a little harder um, yeah. at some point is more experimental. Yeah. So quest, and quest and for I fire think, is him being Aphex Twin, and don't get too close is him being DJ Khaled, right? Like that's kind of what it is. Yeah, kind of. But I, I think it is better than that. Like I'm not gonna, um, it, it's not, it's not like great or anything, but it is well done. Um, 
and I, and I do like how they they start and end in, in kind of the same way. Um, like, I think he's 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 crafted some some solid albums here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, he he does put it all together more thoughtfully than than yeah someone like DJ Khaled does. Uh, but I think yeah, still here the the closing track of Quest for Fire. Porter Robinson's a really natural collaboration for him with where he's at. Yeah, um, and it is kind of like Porter Robinson's the guy in this zone that I will gravitate towards because mm-hmm. he is the one who's like making the the you know the less obnoxious like kind of euphoric um, electronic music that's yeah. in this zone. It reminds um, you I, of all of the yeah. good parts of a certain era of electronic pop. Uh, without it kind of strips back all of the the negative things you remember from that era yeah but that is also how i feel about these new skrillex or this quest for fire in particular like um i know i can understand for you that parts of it are more obnoxious but for me they're stripped back enough and i i can still get into that like the the repetitive sort of ratata like that for me it it does it does it does bang um and like it throughout the whole thing I admit it, like, I, I think you could trim the fat a little on this album, on both of them, and they could yeah. each be shorter. Um, but overall, like, I can I can pretty much get into the whole thing. Um, it's it's working for me. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's that's kind of just how I'm feeling on the whole about them. Like, I... Uh, I like I, both I, I of the, think... the album covers. I like the album yeah. art on both of them. They're good. Yeah. I like the little guy. He's, he's good at making <laughs> a little guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who does his. I don't know who just who's out there doing his art, but they're they're good at making a little guy. Um, yeah, I I feel like that we're it feels like we're sort of wrapping up here maybe on the Skrillex discussion. So I'll just say, um, for me, like I do come away from this more interested in who Skrillex is as an artist because like I will say I didn't set up a lot of like what my past relationship with yeah. him was, which is like basically like even less than you. I think, because um, mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, even in the era of scary monsters and nice sprites. I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't really anti, but I wasn't really for either. Like, I didn't have it on my iPod, but it was obviously it was it was ever present if you were that age at that time. Yeah. So like, I knew the songs and I would hear them, um, and it was I was into like the kind of memeiness of all of it, and like you would you know watch the YouTube videos or whatever where like people would make like the craziest you know dubstep remixes of stuff and it was kind of funny and fun yeah uh, at the time it was, it was, was kind of funny at the time yeah and it was you know i i was yeah i was kind of into that you know it was fun yeah. yeah but and but i all of that to say just that i obviously did not have i don't think i had an accurate impression of who skrillex is as an artist before deciding yeah. to do this episode and now that I have done this episode and explored, you know, what the arc of his career has been a little bit more, I do, I still have mixed feelings towards him. I don't really love anything he's done, but I do find him way more interesting. Um, and I have more respect for what he's trying to do than I used to. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I have a, just a better understanding of who he is as an artist, which, uh, you know has been has been an enjoyable thing to explore so like even though i wouldn't like go around saying i'm like a big skrillex fan now um i you know i'm i'm also i'm also not a hater like i i do you know i find him interesting yeah which i didn't really before so well that's kind of cool yeah (laughs) yeah i'm sure he's happy about it he he cares about Uh, my opinion yeah i mean i actually 
in addition to I, I kind of do love Quest for Fire. I like Don't Get Too Close. Um, I, I, I like I like Skrillex, the guy. I like him. Um, he's I think he's, he's kind of inspirational, like as an artist, just in the way that he unabashedly I think really does just make music that he thinks is fun that he likes um and just kind of is trying to have fun with his friends like his like whole like manager is was, is like tw- was 25 back in 2012 he was just some guy that mm-hmm. he met and liked a lot and wanted to hang out with so like he's just he really kind of likes doing stuff with his buddies and making music and having yeah. a good time and, but also um I like I mean I I really I, I like you know Apex Torn a lot and and, and, I, and Daft Punk and I and I feel like I I've kind of those those influences to me are like a little more clear in, in, in his music um, and at this point and um, I I'm I'm obviously as I like am kind of on board um, but yeah he's a, a swell guy um, but yeah we can all agree that he is a great man. He's just the best. <laughs> That's why I got that tattoo that I sent you. Um, <laughs> I was so confused by that. We didn't talk about that yet on the show. You sent me a picture of a Skrillex tattoo, and I was like, now that's a cool tattoo. What is it? And you were like, <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the Skrillex logo. And I was like, oh, I, I literally did not know that. Yeah, I tried to find one that kind of looked like my arm to send you. Yeah, it I, was pretty because I, I was also like working when you sent it, so I wasn't paying yeah. that much attention to my phone. So like for... When I originally saw it, I did, like, sort of believe that it was your arm. And then, like, yeah. when I when you texted me back, I went back to look at it, and I was like, oh, that's not clay at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt pretty dumb. <laughs> but I was also, you know, yeah. I was, like, in the middle of shit. I wasn't, like, fully uh, yeah, engaged yeah. in what I was <laughs> looking at on my phone. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, um, we've buttered the guy up enough. Um and and you and you kind of tore him down a little bit. I'll have to say. So um, <laughs> don't don't tell him though. Don't yeah. walk up to him in the street and say that. Well, I think it's time to to move on to uh, the part where I ask you if you what else you've been listening to. Um. Yeah. New new music minchies. Um. Although I don't have um. No, nothing is super new for me this week i will say um and i will probably have less stuff to talk about this week than you because like i gotta be honest i've just been going deeper and deeper into that paranol record and i'm listening to it all the time Ooh, now really? and mm. i love it so much and i think it might be my favorite paranol record so far well that's um, cool because um, that's one that i really still i listened to it once and like was like this is really good i need to take some time to dig in dig in and there, i've just been listening to other stuff but i i need to that's cool i need to revisit it paranormal so good yeah i think i think it's pretty much amazing and then the only like kind of new thing uh i've been listening to much well i did listen to the fever ray record once um mm. mm-hmm. and it um fever ray i don't know it's all <laughs> right i think it's kind of not for me um yeah uh, yeah yeah I just, I don't know where, I don't know how to feel about Fever Ray. I feel like they're always very acclaimed, and then I listen to them, and I just, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't get it. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Um, but it doesn't. Yeah, f- fucking moron. It doesn't, it doesn't um, really work for me. But what I do like is uh, the um, new Mui Ziyu record, Rotten Bun for an Eggless Century. Mm, um, that sounds good. 
Yeah, it's a pretty cool little album that I do recommend. I've only listened to it once, so I gotta get more into it. But um, it's a it's a cool record. I don't I don't really even know quite uh, what I would compare it to, but it's it's definitely it's like um, it's 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 pop. I guess it's got you know elements of of electronic or like electro pop kind of stuff going on but there's also like traditional chinese instruments and field recordings that kind of stuff um yeah that that sounds great yeah it's 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 a cool record so i I definitely recommend that well it's nice yeah i don't know i mean i aside from skrillex listening to still that kaliushis is really good um yeah you know de la soul that's on spotify now a lot of that um, but other than that, I don't know. Slow Tie came out with a new record that's kind of interesting because it's like a, he's gone punk. It's pretty much a, like a rock record. Um, you know, following in the, the footsteps of the pioneer Lil Yachty, um, <laughs> the rapper making a rock album. Um, and there's some there's some good tracks on it. I don't know if, if as an album I, I'm totally in. That's this is you know the way it's is with Slow Tie. Like I'm the I don't know that the whole album works, but legitimately there are some good tracks and i think it is a, an interesting and a it makes sense like the move for him at works you know i think better than with lil yachty and obviously and there's you know other people have done it um so yeah that one's maybe worth checking out <laughs> it's not a strong recommendation <laughs> yeah <laughs> just thinking of what i've been listening to um yeah not not a ton i i, I really listen to that uh skrillex a lot i think um Yasmin Lacey was another one that I really just gave one or two listens, but I it's actually would strongly recommend that. It's sort of a um, jazzy, is a you know good singer. Uh, um, Yasmin Lacey. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta check that out. I think it's good. Um, um, that's that's a stronger recommendation. Voice notes is the album. Ooh, it's uh, a good good cover. That's a good yeah, it's start. nice. You know, I like to you know every Friday after work, sit out sit out on my uh, my porch and drink a beer. And there's it's a good album. I I'm always looking for the porch album for for Friday after work. Yeah. And and that's that's that that is that is mine right now. Um. But yep, that's that's kind of um it's kind of it. Do you have um Man, any idea? I miss having a porch to sit on after work. That doesn't matter, but just making me best. think about it. It's great. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Do you, uh, I was gonna. Do you have any idea what? Um, oh, I'm coming to Gainesville next weekend, right? Yeah, you remember that? Nope, but okay. That's what we said. That's the weekend that we picked. Um, Shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, uh, are we gonna record on Sunday, like in person? Yeah, that would be. Hey, in person record. Finally, COVID is over. We're allowed. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do I need to bring a mic? Uh, I have one, but you also could. Uh, okay. I have um, one that you could use. I mean, what, is it like an uh, like a XLR? Like um... no, I don't have. So I don't have a, a mixer set up like you do. So oh, okay. So you're using you're do you you. I'm using USB. I'm using a USB mic. Yeah. But you have another one. I do have another USB mic. Okay. Well, well, I have. We can figure this out later. Actually, um, yeah. Because I, I do. I could bring my audio box, but it doesn't matter. Um, we can figure that out. 
but I was actually going to ask you if you do you know what you want to talk about or um, do the episode on? No, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I didn't um, have good ideas. I know that we had. So I know that we had. No, I know, I know. Um, I I know that we had talked about doing. Um, uh, talking about Meet Me in the Bathroom, so we could we could watch Meet Me in the Bathroom together next weekend, uh, and then talk about it. Um, that's yeah, one option. We could. We could. Okay, you don't you don't sound into that at all. Um, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> uh, and then there's nothing. There's the thing is there's nothing like coming out that I'm just like we got to talk about that. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's something we probably both uh, need to get better about. Is uh, thinking ahead a little bit, like, because I would have said uh, I didn't even bring this up on the show, but there's a new U.S. Girls album out, which is like one of my favorite bands, kinda. Okay. Yeah. If you could call them a band, I don't. I think it's Uh really just that one Meg Remy. Um. Uh, but, uh, that record came out and it's not one of their best, unfortunately. So I don't really want to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I did listen to it and it's maybe their weakest, even though there are some good tracks on it. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, I, I, I don't want to do an episode band... where I'm just being sad about a band that I love being not that great. No, that's not fun. Um, Macklemore. What? Macklemore? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Macklemore had an album. I don't know if you that came across your desk at all. Uh, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There's a new Miley Cyrus coming out. It's good. I listened to about half of it yesterday. It's a good album. Oh, hey, it's, I would do it's that. good? Yeah, we could talk yeah. about Miley. I, I, I'm into that. Actually, yeah, because I could actually go back. If we want to, we can do that. And um, Sure. Yeah, I mean, we can just focus on the new one, but I, I will end up going back to, to uh, the past several i might just i love miley cyrus i might listen to a lot of them um cool oh and uh all right. oh yeah 100 gex is coming up pretty soon not yet but soon yeah hey um hope there's some skrillex on it i bet there will be um that would be lovely. dylan brady he's Great on the quest for fire so um that's a that's a that seems like a natural collaboration love 100 gex that's exciting to me although um I'm a little worried, but it's it's fine. It'll be it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, uh, I I'm not worried because I have no investment, but I do have the same feeling that it might not uh, be as good as the I think first it might one. not be uh, as good yeah. as uh, their first album. But you know, I'm getting that. I just had that gut feeling about it. Uh-oh. Yeah, but anyways. Wow, March 10th, Periphery is releasing Periphery Five: Colon Gent is not a genre. That's gonna be great. Um, mm. You know, Home is Where just came out with a um, uh, like a. It's been two years since uh, Became Birds was released. Yeah. Um, and they did like a covers covers thing that, that I uh, haven't listened to yet, but I'm excited about. Nice. That's going on. Yep. But hey, I think that's it, right? Uh, yeah, feels that way. Okay. <laughs> oh, you can follow the podcast at Good Listener Pod. Yeah, That's you're it. you're in cut out like 
No, I'm just going to leave the whole thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out, yeah. Okay. All right, that's it.